Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. A little bit croaky this morning. Nick Hayes from Media Stable. <laughs> hello, Nick Hayes. Hello, Lana Hill, Kawani. Hello. Yeah. Is it, is it my voice? Can, is it, has I it kind of like it. Yeah. I like it. I think you were just, it was just the starting off nerves there. We are in front of someone very special. Oh, do you this think morning. it was nerves? I reckon it was. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't been doing this enough. Hey, we do have a little special one for you. And I think this is one for all the listeners that if you've ever thought about doing a podcast, getting a podcast together, yeah. you've got a certain expertise you're delivering but you're going you know what I'd love to do one I'm not sure how I'd do it yep my guest here today our guest today Lana is an absolute <laughs> cracker she's went from oh, I'm a, a good financial advisor I'm pretty good in that space but you know what I'm gonna do a pretty good podcast hey Julia Shortinghouse how are you good morning Nick and Lana thanks for having me hey it's good to be hey look at you in the in the, in the other seat because <laughs> in the hot seat you're the one that normally is sitting in my seat asking all the questions and doing that and I I love the, the way that you've put this together um, and I want to walk through for our listeners how you put together uh, a podcast, a professional podcast, when you're not actually a natural broadcaster yourself. <laughs> well, lots of trial and error, to be honest. Um, and if you go back to the very genesis of it, I don't know if you remember this, Nick, but sitting out on the couch is talking to you about, I guess, my purpose, which is really driven by the fact that what keeps me awake at night yep. is that the cost of advice and for the everyday Australian to be able to access advice is increasingly getting out of reach for people for a number of reasons, which I won't get into the weeds with, but compliance and regulation, increased education, shrinking number of advisors, I could go on and on. I do recall your purpose and, and a reason that we mm. did have that chat on the couch and it was something that really did hit home because it was different to every other expert that I've actually ever interviewed. It was different because it wasn't around ego. It wasn't around more money making from your end. Don't think that this is a bad thing, Lana. This is not a bad thing. I think no, what, no. what we do in business, we're there too. You've got to make money. Make money, yeah. get clients in. Yep. But your purpose was always very different. You, you really wanted to educate and you really wanted to um, support those that weren't necessarily getting the right advice or were trapped in an environment that was just leading them nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember at that time, Nick, you shared with me the statistics of uh, failure and success around podcasting. And mm. I have to say, I'm really grateful you did that because it had been marinating for a while and it did really make me sit back and think, hang on a minute, perhaps there's a bit more to this and it might be a little bit more involved and take more time than what I thought. And that was absolutely the case. Um, <laughs> but the, the catalyst for me, you know, what had been holding me back, I guess a few things I'd been nervous about. I run a busy practice together with my husband. How would I have the time to do it properly mm. and to give justice to it? Also really um, a little bit unsure about how I was going to navigate the really fine line between general information and, and advice yes. and personal advice, right? Because... 
if I cross that line, then I can it's one of the be toughest, fined. It's one of the toughest <laughs> industries, though, isn't it? When their their focus is so much on what is yeah. advice yeah. and what you can actually say, because your industry regulates it and all you know it comes down hard if you if you go down the wrong direction. Yeah, absolutely. It is such a fine line, and that's been, I guess, something I've just tried to address by ensuring that I put a lot of time and research into the podcast before I'm actually sitting here in the studio recording anything. Um, But going back in time, the catalyst for me that I guess pushed me over was COVID, you know, back in March, April last year. um, When that happened, I sat back and I just couldn't escape the feeling that so many households and businesses through no fault of their own were going to potentially find themselves really um, financially crunched in a way that they'd possibly never been before. Mm. And we have such a complex tax and super system and financial system. How do people get advice, access advice? How do we help people? Um, So to be honest, it was that feeling of it's just something I needed to do I, I don't quite know how to explain oh, it I think that's the compulsion awesome. was there yeah yeah I, I think you've explained it beautifully but let's let's get down to the nitty-gritty here yeah sure what a good voice she's got Lana I agree yeah conveys <laughs> conveys all the warmth that. and emotion yeah trusted Thank you advisor yeah Thank you. absolutely I don't think we can underestimate that and just listening to you now, and this is you, unprepared. What We don't give you any prep notes. This is you <laughs> off the cuff. Throwing yeah. me off the cliff. Thank well, you. Well, <laughs> we, but we do that on purpose because, yeah. again, it's you. It's who you mm-hmm. are. It's the natural Julia Schottinghaus. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw had that to in. put that in. I had to throw that in. It's he does it every time. Every it's time true. I refer yeah. to it. But <laughs> it's, it's, it comes out in your voice. And I think if there's a message out there for mm. those that are listening today, if you're going to do a podcast, remember your voice is the only thing that is going to, regardless of the advice, regardless of the content, mm. you have to capture people with the voice. Yep. And I think you do that beautiful. Beautifully, Julia, because I think you bring people in and I feel the warmth. I feel mm. what you are, you are saying is not only true, real, it's authentic, it's right. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I, I should share with you, I bumped into an old uni friend of mine um, recently, unfortunately at a funeral, but she had been listening to the podcast and she said to me, I'm listening to you and my brain is struggling to correlate how I knew you at uni. She said, I remember this girl who wouldn't get up and speak in front of a toot because she was so nervous. So I, I guess it's something that I was very conscious of that I it was a real barrier for me, a real hurdle, the whole idea of public speaking and that kind of thing. So it's just something that I've just leaned into continuously over time. It's taken a lot of courage, to be honest, to put myself in situations where you know that you might fail, you might you might not achieve what you want to achieve, but it's been really important to just continuously push myself out of my comfort zone. Now, the podcast is called Good Money Habits, okay? Love Good Money name. Habits Podcast. Beautiful name. Yep. You've got to do a little bit of work on the name, don't you, Lana? Well, uh, you do. It's part of the branding. It's part of the, you know, the reason why people sign up. But it's just, it's simple. It's catchy. I like it. Trustworthy. Yeah. And and yeah. also to the look of it. I mean, the way that you have prepared it and the way that you've put the logo, etc. you've put a bit of time and effort into it. Now, here's my second point. Preparation. Yes. No one prepares like Julia Schottinghouse. Okay. No one prepares like this. In fact, I have come in on occasions. You you broadcast, you record your your podcast here in the studios of uh, Media Stable, but you put a lot of work and effort into that. How much work and effort do you put in, Julia? 
I put in a lot. I'm, I'm very conscious that if people are going to share their valuable time listening to the podcast, I want to get as much value in there as, as I can. I'm also really conscious that one of the biggest barriers in our um, industry and for people to really build their skills around money is jargon. Yeah. So I always sit back and say, right, for this particular podcast, what's the jargon? What's the jargon we should avoid? What's the jargon we need to decipher and explain so oh, that people can kind of scaffold awesome. their knowledge? Yep. Um, so that's really important. I do a lot of research. I, I listen um, to a lot of podcasts on the topic. Um, I actually always either have a coffee meeting or if they're in, interstate, I do a Zoom meeting with whoever I'm going to be interviewing to really get a bit of their background, what are their specialist skills and what are the key areas that we want to cover. Um, I remember coming in and I had four on the line, well, two, <laughs> two in the studio and two on the line and, and just as we were about to hit record, Nick looks at me and he goes, you do know that you never do this. <laughs> this just won't work. <laughs> well, that, to have two people in the studio but also have two people online. No, I love that's it. Four, that's four people plus the host. I mean, broadcasters... Uh, you know, broadcasters in mainstream media would never even attempt to try that. I love that. But I love the way you're also doing almost the work of a producer. You're pre-interviewing the guests before they're on the podcast, which is totally going to help you because you're developing that rapport with them that'll come across in the episode. That's yeah, great. Just having a framework so that I can make sure we hit the the points that re- we really need to get out. Yeah. But then be free to bring in the stories. You know, I, I love storytelling. Mm. I, I love to read stories, listen to stories, to learn through stories. And because this can be really intimidating for people, this space, and it can be a space where it causes a lot of anxiety and stress for people, I just love the power of stories so that hopefully it's relatable to people to say you're not on your own. We don't talk about money yeah. in our lives. We don't talk about it often in the family home. We don't teach enough at during you know school. Um, it's it's quite hidden and, and you'd be surprised how many people are under financial pressure and, and hide it very, very well. Yep. So I want to create a safe space in the podcast and really a timeless vault that people can dip in and out of as is is relevant to them. And there might be some episodes, for example, that are not relevant, but they might know somebody who it is relevant for. So divorce with Donnelly Powell, for example, yeah. estate planning with Trish Prince and so on and so forth. So an aged care, Brenda Wills is brilliant in the aged care space. What a maze that is in Australia to navigate. Um, so, and just so grateful that we have such a generous community within the financial planning profession of other experts and my peers and colleagues who are so willing to give up their time to this project and that's been just so gratifying and reassuring. We'll, we'll tap into your community shortly because I think that they are amazing and the, and the people that you bring to the table, I, I really want to. But I, I want to very quickly just touch in on audience. Who was the podcast created for? So Good Money Habits, the yes. podcast, who was it created for? It's a great question because they say when you do something like this, you should really have your audience very clearly in your mind. My audience is really young families um, on the one level, but almost intergenerational. So going up from, you know, the grandparents down through the generations, it's, it's quite broad. But what I felt strongly about was I know, you know, my colleagues like Glenn James, My Millennial Money, he hits that space really well. Um, Victoria Devine, she's, she's on the money. Amazing. She's got that yeah. going, um, you know, amazingly. Um, so, and there's a lot of uh, female planners that feed, uh, push into the female space and do that very, very well. Whereas I felt there was a bit of a gap. So I'm going to actually say this. My audience is the everyday Australian. I love it. 
I love it. It's a pretty broad one there, Lana. It's very broad, yeah. What do we say in media? Be as broad as you possibly can. Don't be too niche. Yeah, well, it's interesting, though. I think with podcasting, ultimately it is quite a niche audience. It is an, mm. it is a niche and highly engaged audience. But I think when you are dealing with a topic as broad as you know, financial affairs, advice, mm. planning, all of that stuff. I think, um, yeah, of course it's going to be broad. And media media loves this topic. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do. It's it's an, it's enormous. But the, the, the fact is mainstream media can't deal with this kind of topic day in, day out, and it can't be for every moment, every minute. And that, I suppose, gets me back to your community there. Mm. What's it been like, you know, asking someone to come on to their podcast? Because one of the great lessons I learned – very early days in in podcasting is that I could try to arrange a meeting with a potential client or a prospect, uh, sometimes 50-50. But if I asked them onto a podcast, oh, <laughs> they, they couldn't get here quick enough. Yeah, interesting because I've had a bit of everything really? and, and some that are maybe a little bit nervous to do it, but oh. I just knew in my mind's eye that they would be brilliant. I knew that they were the, the right expert for whatever that particular topic was. So I just sat sit down and reassure them about what it's about, why we're doing it, yep. why I think they're the right person for it, and that I'm not going to you know chuck them out on the freeway with L plates. You know, we will do some prep, we'll do some work. On oh, that I, I do ready. love chucking them off on the L plates. So <laughs> yeah, that is a bit of fun. And look, but you know what? You also get a real, the real person yeah. delivering to you. You don't want them too polished. I, th- I suppose that the way that I'm talking about people when I invite them on um, is that they are aware of uh, the podcast. They are aware of what's going on and their ego gets them there anyway because the one thing to be acknowledged and to be recognised for what you do, and that's what we're sort of doing here with you today, Julia, because I think you do an amazing role as a, as a financial advisor. But as a podcaster, you are starting to go places by reaching in and tapping in because you're talking the talk. You're talking the way real people talk, not the way sort of uh, the jargon as you referred, but the, you know, sort of the high-end financial advice that which sort of just goes over people's heads. And it's stripping it back and giving people, I guess, some simple strategies and tips. And also I just really want um, our listeners to understand that they are capable of making significant, meaningful change. You know, there's so many people think of themselves as being bad with money or I'm just not good with money and they almost push themselves into that corner. But it's really about the fact that they've probably never had the opportunity to develop skills. You know, Ash Barty doesn't get into Wimbledon just by jumping on the court and hitting a ball. Yep. You know, the hours of coaching and the time and effort that goes in. And it's the same with money. Money is a skill. So knowledge is not enough. So there's kind of a couple of layers with the podcast. One is sharing the essential information but then it's about okay just like exercise and diet you know what you should be doing but doing it's another thing right <laughs> so, so yeah um so how do we we get them um to start to take those natural steps because really this is not about money and that's the bit that people miss okay because if people are under financial strain what happens well Often that leads into pressure in relationships. It's the number one cause of divorce in Australia. Sure. If you're under financial strain, then you're probably not sleeping very well and then you're probably not making great choices around food and exercise and those things and then health issues come into the fray. So for me, this is not about money. This is really about helping people create financial security in their life to live the life they want to live. Yeah. And and this, in my 
small way, this podcast is my way of doing that. You know, community is really important for me. Um, I grew up in the city, but I had a lot of country cousins and spent a lot of time in the regions. And something I learnt um, in my sort of teens and during that time was the power of community and the importance of community. Sure. So... Um, I would then, you know, spend time doing philanthropic work and swimming to Rottnest Crazy Woman um, for charity teams and things like that. And then when I met you, Nick, and John in particular and started to work in this space, the penny dropped for me that um, could potentially just have so much more of an impact by using our skill set and dedicating that time. But to find the time, that's the real trick to this, I think. Absolutely. I think we we sometimes forget, you know, good money habits, you know, it's good to have lots of money, but, you know, time is just something that they're not making. No, exactly, exactly. So when I decided to do this, I made the conscious decision to step back off a couple of industry boards um, and councils that I was sitting on to create that time. And then taking the lead from, I guess, somebody who I look up to um, as, a, as a mentor is Professor Arlene Chan from the Breast Cancer Research Centre. That's my charity of choice. Something that um, I found out through her team, because she would never share this, she's uh, too humble to share it. She dedicates 10% of her time to pro bono work. And when I heard that, I thought, I can do that. I can do 10%. So mentally, I just... Four hours a week. That's what I mean. It you ends up it being a, a lot more than that. You made it a little bit of a habit. Oh, funny didn't you? that. Funny that. <laughs> That's good money habits thing. Yeah, I think this so, might take off. But, but for anyone who's thinking about doing podcasting, just don't underestimate um, the time it will take. But yep. do you, you think you put too much time into it? Uh, possibly. Is it consuming you? No, it's not. I can say that it's not. I uh, work with a life coach and uh, I do sit back and I'm very mindful of putting my own oxygen mask on first, Nick. And good, Anna. good. Um, so I do have time for the family and time for myself. I make time for sleep and I do look after myself. Maybe that's the advantage of nearly being 50-something is you, you start to learn the importance of that. But no, I. this is where it's interesting when I, if I go back in time and I did episode one, I think I made some statement about I'm going to launch... Uh, load one every week. Yeah, it's hilarious. Now when I think about it, um, I you know six weeks every six weeks is what I have in my mind. Yep. Um, and then as you know, I'll come in and record a few at a time, so yeah. I'll bank them. Um, so I've tried to find tips and ways to just use time more effectively. Um, uh, you've done it. it. You've done it beautifully. You're well organised, and it's and it is about a structure, isn't it? At, at the end of the day, you've got to have a, a content plan. Yes. You've got to work it so that it does fit, and also to most importantly, fits with your audience. Yeah. If audience, it wants it every six weeks. Then you know you've got to deliver it to them every six weeks, but that takes the pressure off you weekly. Not like this podcast, Lana <laughs> Hill. Well, I think it's hard when you've also you, – your format, I guess, of the podcast is you have a guest with you every time. Yes. You know, you're obviously at the mercy of people's schedules and being ahead of the game, finding the next person. But, um, yeah, it's it's something it's something we juggle as well, Nick. Oh, we certainly do. That's, yeah. It's, it's, it does get a bit difficult. We don't actually have nearly, though, the amount of planning that you do oh, no, out for each don't. of our podcasts, <laughs> which, does, which, which does make it easier. And I think – that's something. Yeah. That's a good lesson for everyone. You've got to just do what's natural for you. And I and, I, and the yeah. reason I asked you the question around uh, the time is that for some people they look at it and go, "Nah, has I haven't even got time to, uh, you know, go out for a cup of coffee with friends or or to hit the bars with with mates." It's I've just don't have time. But you've got to make time for it. And yeah. I love that message that you said: put away four hours uh, a mm. month away, or put four hours a week away to dedicated to something that you you really want to do 
uh, and the results come with it. You've interviewed some interesting people over your time, and one one that caught my attention, I suppose, was uh, a, a certain Olympic swimmer. Yes, uh, Grant works Hackett. Na- yes. Grant Hackett works in the financial sector yeah. now. Um, that just went on and on and on. Was that just was that just a thrill, or were you just every time you could not stop because you just kept finding more rivers of gold with content? That's exactly right. I mean, I, it's so interesting. I've known Grant for a number of years, and when I first heard him present, um, my team and I, we were all absolutely stunned at the depth of his knowledge and really he's so sharp in financial services and I'd have to say that that razor sharp focus that he had in his time as an Olympian he's absolutely transferred into what he does in financial services. Um, What's really interesting about that interview is uh, if I listen to it I'm very nervous um, for the intro and it's not for the reason you might think. Um, the day before, I had been speaking at a conference out in the regions and on the way back, um, a couple of motorbikes in front of me uh, collided at speed oh, um, wow. with a semi-trailer in the left lane and oh, both that's went flighting. Yeah, they went fi- uh, sorry, flying through the air. So I was the first responder. I've never been in that situation before. Holy moly. And I hadn't quite computed until the next morning that I was had a degree of shock, shock going on. Yeah. yeah so I uh, made a cup of tea, left it on the bench before I left to come in here to the studio. I actually drove the wrong way getting here, so I was late arriving. And I just felt a really – I didn't want to let Grant down. So I was mm. very mindful that he'd had um, – you know, it's quite well known – he'd had a lot of personal challenges in the transition sure. um, from swimming across. And he really didn't do um, a lot of interviews at all and still doesn't. And, so and Yeah, it's very unique. And, and there yeah. was you under extreme pressure and <laughs> – Oh my! <laughs> I just didn't want to let him down, um, and and I just wanted, I guess, to be able to share what we see and what he has done. And he's just got such a great um, message, and and is a really big contri- contributor in financial services today. Oh, hats off! You also interviewed one of my favourite people, Terry Watson. Yes, Terry's brilliant. I love it, yeah. and it's no. So when I heard that you were going to interview Terry, I thought these two women, if you didn't know each other that well before, I thought you guys are just so well aligned because. And Terry's from the Healthy Wallet Challenge, um, and does incredible things for. Yeah, just for families. She does. And we've got exact, we're both trying to solve exactly the same problem. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what was so nice about it. Yeah. And, and one of the wonderful things about the podcast is for me, it creates this platform and opportunity to shine a light on people who are doing really special Great things. things. Yep. And Terry is absolutely one of those people she without is. a doubt. Yeah. Hello, Terry. Hello, Terry. And Grant. <laughs> and Grant, of course. Can't forget Grant. Um, you know, that, that's, it, it is about who you're interviewing and yeah. sometimes it's 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 a really another strong piece of advice to to those that are looking to start a podcast it's never about you yeah correct the interviewer in fact you're just really the yeah, bring it all if together if that's the format of your podcast well I, I think you know if you are incorrect yeah but yeah. if you're doing a podcast that is around education or is about bringing people Featuring together guests. yeah um, you you can't be the absolute showpiece like I try to be most of the time <laughs> But, you know, how have you been with that, uh, Julia? How have you sort of, you know, brought that together? Because I think that is a difficult actual thing to do because you've put so much work and effort today, but I'm not the actual star of the show. You are over there. In many ways, that's what made this 
easier for me to do to lean into podcasting because I realise it's much bigger than me. It's not about me. And that's a privilege yeah. to be able to have the opportunity to have a platform like that. And I can't, you know, not also mention, can I say, my partner in crime, Narelle Sisley, um, who a really, really old friend of mine, back in January, we were down south, she'd been listening to the podcast and said to me, I'd love to see you get more reach, I'd love to see you get more listeners. Um, she's a marketing um, expert and she uh, rolled up her sleeves and the two of us joined forces back then and she's been since then really driving and helping me on the social media side, which was not my skill set, let me tell you. Yeah. And and that's been amazing and, and you know, we're now starting to get um, great attraction and volume where we get over 400 downloads a month now so we're starting to get congratulations that so which platform is your uh, you mentioned social media which, yes. which platform is your primary one so in, well instagram we're building because yep. we feel that that is a, that's a natural space and facebook yep um, i always had quite a big following if i can say on um, linkedin yeah yep. but that's more industry related whereas our audience is going to be more through facebook and instagram yeah, but you know what i this is what's special about your podcast is the fact that it's Lighthouse Capital, your business, yes. is secondary, third rung down the ladder. It's you know it's the Good Money Habits podcast, and I can see a lot of businesses in your industry using your podcast as a means to educating and putting that out in front of their clients. I would just love to shine a light on financial planning and what we do. You yeah. know, we've through the Royal Commission, um, there's been a lot of negative media, understandably, along the way, uh, and the pressure that I'm very conscious a lot of my colleagues are under. I think that this is just such a wonderful opportunity to show people what we do, how we can make a meaningful difference in people's lives. And, and really grow and get more Australians seeking advice when it's appropriate. Yeah, I love that. Lana, it, it is important. You can use the channels of your podcast because if it's good content and it's not a big sell, it's not you highlighting highlighting and promoting your product, but it's you really genuinely giving out good quality content, you can use your well competitors in the business world as platforms to use that content to share it with their 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 members, their clients, because ultimately at the end of the day, um, it's good information. And if they're aligned with you, if they believe the same things that you do, then they could be winning. It's a great way to amplify it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, going back to your purpose before, Julia, around using media and now the podcast as a platform to educate, to reach those that can't, might not be able to afford it. But I mean, it's something that's come up before on the podcast. Nick Marnie Lishman mentioned, you know, her purpose was to help people in, in mm. terms of psychology. But realistically, she can't sit with every individual that no. needs her help. Exactly. So to amplify your own influence and your own, I guess, ability to, to impact and help other people is, is awesome. It makes a lot of sense. It is. And, and it educates and it gets people to think. And while some will see Julia Shortinghouse as the <laughs> person to go to, I think they'll be more appreciative of the fact that someone shared that with them. Yeah, and say, hey, exactly. listen to what Julia's got to say. This is what we stand for as well. And I think it's a great way to do it. I'm loving this. I'm loving this education. All right, very quickly, we've, we're, we're running out of time. Uh, we've got to go to the news shortly, Julia. Um, <laughs> what were the biggest challenges to getting this together? What, what, what did you see as the biggest hurdle? Short of time and all that sort of and thing. Nerves, and nerves. Yeah. And nerves. What, 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 what were the real things that were maybe going to put the brakes on it? turning off the negative speak, that little voice in the back of your head, 
just shutting it down yeah. and telling yourself, no, this is important. I, I need to do this. I need to reach beyond that and take the risk because it is. You know, there's a degree of courage that's required to put yourself out there. But as we said before, when it's no longer about you, when, when the purpose is bigger than what you are, then it actually becomes much easier. And can I say... It has been so much fun. Yeah. Um, that That's the thing that I didn't expect. That's yeah. been a nice surprise for oh, me. Oh, that's and, great. Yeah. And, um, and and there's a little bit of selfishness in this, really, yeah. because I'm. It's It's nice to be able to do it and quite freeing to do it without agenda as such. Um, but, gee, it feels good to be able to that's interview some of these great people. No, I'm, that's I'm, joy. I'm, that's I'm, fun. You should I'm get to do that stuff. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, a lot of my uh, – a lot of the staff and, and colleagues that I work with, a lot of people in my industry think, oh – you know, you, well, you put a lot of effort and time into to doing, uh, you know, the experts podcast. Uh-uh. I love it. <laughs> it's good fun. It's the best part of my week. Um, I get to meet unreal people like Julia Shortinghouse. I get to <laughs> hang out with Lana Hill Kawani and just, you know, chew the fat, and uh, we get to have a little bit of fun. But podcasting is fun, and you wouldn't want to do it if you didn't if you didn't enjoy it. That's right. I, and I, and I wouldn't be, be here without you guys. And I, and I mean oh. that with all seriousness. As you know, when I walked through that door, Nick, let's be honest, I was the problem child. Oh, you Didn't w- quite know where to put me. <laughs> no, you, you weren't the problem <laughs> but, um, child. But what, what was really impressive, again, going back to the very beginning, it was your purpose, mm. was very different to every other financial advisor I had sitting across from me in that, you know, more business, more drive, more energy to website, get things in. <laughs> you know, you had a very different approach. And, and to be fair, a lot of the financial advisors that we do deal with um, have that purpose-driven yeah, element sure. about them as well. And yeah. I think the industry has changed. You, you're right. You've, There's a lot of generosity yeah, out there. That, that's true. Mm. All right. So we've talked about the negative. What about the positive? What's the best thing that's happened from the podcast, the Good Money Habits podcast? Oh, listen, I've just had a couple of moments that – just you go this is worth it I need to keep doing this I've had some of the students from Curtin University reach out to me who are studying financial planning Um, it's the only pathway really into the industry today for West Australians they're our future and they've reached out and just said that they've found it really helpful for them trying to learn their craft and build their skills so that's so cool that's been really nice um, to see and and very early early on um, in COVID when I just recorded at home on my laptop on my little phone those first episodes I bumped into a family friend um, Wayne Smith um, you might know Wayne he was City Toyota um, oh, yeah, previously yeah, 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 yeah. and and he had picked up the podcast so early on and he said to me I've listened to it it's great this is really needed keep going and I thought wow that was quick um, that was within kind of five or six days that's of, of awesome putting it seems like word of mouth is doing a lot of the work for you here Julia and I yeah. reckon that's a credit to you and your reputation because I mean I've just checked out your social media that the numbers are growing but they're low um you know this is people that know you and know what you're about they're they're referring it on to other people it's fantastic it's a slow burn but I'm very patient and I'm not going anywhere I'm, I'm <laughs> determined to I've got next season already mapped out I, there's more content than I have time to record to be honest so really grateful for that well That's done Julia attitude. that is the best attitude yep. and, and for people that are listening and are thinking about a podcast Follow Julia's uh, pathway there with the Good Money Habits podcast. Have a look at the way that she does it. How the, look at the way she brings it together. I think it's a really good example of a podcast from a, not a natural broadcaster, from someone that not just had all. a little bit of an inkling, <laughs> had a bit of a, an appetite, a bit of a, 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 a drive to actually do something good and, and good with it. 
and uh, and has done very well. That's the Good Money Habits podcast. If people want to find out where you are, Julia, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on Instagram at Julia Shortinghouse. Look at Julia awesome. Shortinghouse. It's I'm not- following now. <laughs> yeah, follow follow through. Right, and look, and some very quick fire statistics around podcasting while we've got 30 seconds. Yeah, um, most uh, 50% of podcasts will die at the number seven. So that's just natural attrition. They just will lose energy. Another further 50% of that 50% will die by number 14. Yeah. Sad. So as we hit into our 92nd <laughs> uh, um, podcast here, Lana, I think it's 92 that we've done. Or well, how many have we done? Oh, God. I now, don't know. Good now question. I'm, now I'm making up false statistics <laughs> in a podcast. That's not good. But look, it's not far off. But look, well done. It's a great, it's a great little podcast. Good fun. But also, too, really good information mm. and you're making some changes. Thanks, guys. Julia, thanks for joining us. Well, another good one, Lana. Yes, thanks for joining us, Julia. Well done, Nick Hayes. You've always survived. Yeah, it did. It did. I might have been a little nervous. I how, think how you were. That? Yeah, I don't blame you. Actually, I haven't said many words this morning. I haven't had much <laughs> practice, but look, all good. Hey, look, we, listen to ha- we look forward to having your company next week when we catch up with another expert or another media. Have a great week. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.